yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. Today I am talking about making the leap from side hustle to profitable online yoga business. And that side hustle is teaching yoga, okay? That side hustle is teaching yoga on the side, okay? And the reason it's a side hustle is because you also have a full-time job that takes up most of your time. If this is you, you know, I can bet that right now you're wishing that your side hustle was in fact your full-time, your full-time career, your full-time business. You know, because it's your side hustle that really kind of lights up, lights up your world. You know, it's your passion that you want to pursue. And right now, you might be in this sticky place where, you know, the main job is what's paying the bills and it feels risky to leave that in pursuit of, of your passion. Maybe you're dreaming of like going from your nine to five, like hustle to being your own yoga boss like doing that work that really lights you up and gives you that like location freedom and you know it really allows you to break through that financial glass ceiling yeah that maybe you're experiencing in your full-time job and you know maybe you're feeling stuck and you're just not sure how to get out of it and what steps to take and I remember this right this was me because I built up, you know, a hugely successful marketing career, climbed the ladder for 15 or so years, and I was doing all the things that I set out to do in my early 20s, you know, managing teams, managing budgets, working with exciting brands and on exciting projects. You know, I was being the marketing director, and that's where I really wanted to get to. I achieved all of that. And in those 15 years, you know, a lot happened. I achieved all my goals that I'd set out to achieve. You know, I'd come from a mar- doing a marketing degree and, you know, my, um, my master's in marketing management. So I was really in this for the long haul. But actually, you know, when I got to that, like, head of marketing, marketing director role and had that big team around me, I wasn't satisfied, really. I wasn't satisfied. Like, I wanted to be my own boss. I had a dream of, you know, to have my own business, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. You know, I can remember, I can remember, I want to start my own business, but what is it? Like, what is it that I want to do? You know, and I dream up all of these business ideas, but nothing was really like sticking for me. And I think, you know, at the time I knew that, I knew I was made for more. I knew I was made for more than being in that nine to five, which let's face it, never really is a nine to five, is it? (laughs) You know? five to nine maybe (laughs) and I was really determined to like make that transition from where I was in corporate land to where I wanted to be which was to have freedom like it was to be location 
independent, you know, as I am now, and to have my own team and to make a real impact. I knew that whatever it was that I was going to do, I wanted to really make an impact. And it just so happened that, you know, I went... I went and did my yoga teacher training. I'd been practicing yoga for you know a number of years by this point. Uh, about 12 years I'd been practicing yoga by this point. And I went and did my yoga teacher training and this was at the start of 2015. And it wasn't with an intention to teach, okay? It wasn't an intention to teach, it was, it was to deepen my practice. And three months into that, you know, I graduated and I really just felt inspired to create. And, you know, at the time, I was still in my kind of my marketing director role. But what happened? What happened? You know, I started a side hustle. And that's what I'm talking about today. I started my little side hustle. And I launched an event called Yoga Supper Club. Okay. And I hustled to get it out there. And... Yoga Supper Club is really what it says, okay? It was an event, it was a social yoga event that you would come to in the evening, okay, with your friends to flow together and to eat together. And I would host these events in really cool locations, okay? So I hunted out really unique spaces and spaces that really had a wow factor. You know, you'd walk in and you'd be like, wow, this is incredible. I get to do yoga here and I get to eat on that gorgeously, you know, gorgeous laid out table that looks really beautiful. And it was just a really special, special event. And, you know, at the time, so this is like, this is 2015. So I, I finished my, t my teacher training in April of 2015 in the start of the month and I actually had my first event at the end of that month and this this uh, this concept was completely unique in London at the time like no one was doing this and before I knew it I was teaching rooms of 30 40 students and getting the most amazing feedback and suddenly you know I realized like this is it you know, this is my business. This is my business idea. Like, this is me working for myself right now. And so I just set about, like, making that a reality. So what I want to share with you today are some really important things, steps, habits to remember if this is you, okay? If this is you where you know you've got something special inside that you want to share and it's the thing that lights you up, but you're still stuck in the nine to five because that's paying the bills and it just feels risky to make that transition. And these lessons are really from my, from my own experience, like my own experience from working with so many teachers as well, okay? And, you know, working with teachers to, for them to make their, their transition from the nine to five to making their side hustle their full-time gig, yeah? And if I look back on... You know, if I look back at my own experience and some of the kind of biggest things that helped me kind of move the needle, so to speak, there's definitely some key actions that I take, okay? So I'm gonna share these with you today. I'm gonna to share how I made that transition and a few habits that I know that really allowed me to find my path, you know, find my way to keep moving forward, like even when things got tough, because they do, okay? So I'm not gonna cloud over that, like 
getting yourself out there as a new entrepreneur is not easy, okay? It's, it, it takes some grit. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think, but it's doable. It's doable for all of you. And, you know, this is, that's really what I want for you. Like, I want you to have a yoga business that you really, really love, that, you know, you get to say yes, yeah, to the things that really light you up. So the first thing, and probably one of the most important, is to not quit your day job yet, okay? <laughs> so, you know, if we look at the definition, if we look at the very definition of a side hustle, yeah, it involves, it involves working full t a full-time job whilst also working on getting something set up, okay? Probably part-time on the side, okay? That's the side hustle. So you're already working a full-time job and you've got this thing on the side that you're working on getting set up. And, you know, if you decide to leave the stability of this full-time job to work solely on your side hustle, it can feel risky, can't it? Especially if you've not been doing it for a long time, if you've not been working on this side hustle, your yoga business, for that long. So just wait, wait until you you know feel a little bit more secure with what you're with what you're working on and just slowly start to ramp things up and this will involve you know spending your this will involve you spending your free time on your yoga business okay and it's a commitment and we'll talk about that in a moment but instead of rushing to quit this main job of yours start setting out some financial goals for your side hustle, okay, for your yoga business. And once you start to hit those goals, you can then put yourself in a position to kind of step away from the stability of your full-time role. Does that make sense, guys? I mean, it's kind of common sense, isn't it? And I think, you know, my own experience of this, you know, when I finished my, my YTT in April 2015, like I, and I ran my first event at the end of April, at the end of that month. And then I started running monthly events after that, you know, sometimes twice a month. Like I was going all in with this, in with these events over the summer. And I saw, you know, how quickly they um, became popular. You know, and I was getting the, I was getting write-ups in Time Out and in other online blogs and publications. I was, um, I was inviting like, um, you know, I was inviting journalists and influencers to come along to my events, and they were talking about it on their social media. And I was running giveaways and competitions with brands who were also sharing it sharing my events on social media as well. You know, they were also sharing it with their communities. I was doing the type of marketing activities that I teach you in Super Yogi, okay? So if you are new to this, if you are new to making this transition and building up your side hustle to become a business, I want you to go and check out Super Yogi. It's my online course that walks you through all of these foundational elements that you need in your business to get you set up. You know, I was doing all of the content and I was being visible and I was you know creating partnerships and I'll come on to, to that more in a moment but my exposure was high okay I was getting notice and the events were selling out and by September by having a full you know summer of all, all of these yoga supper club events that I was running by September I handed in my notice okay I handed in my notice to my well-paid 
marketing director role, okay? And, but what I also did, and this is very, very important, okay? This is very, very important. I also, I took on marketing freelance roles, okay? So before I, you know, I left my, my, my full-time job, I secured a couple of clients to work with on a, on a freelance part-time basis. And my intention with my spare time was to set up Good Yoga Life, which is my other business. It's now a retreat business. But to set up Good Yoga Life and to find venues in London and to start teaching my weekly classes in those venues. And those classes, I set them up in the November. So they actually started in the November of 2015. So I spent a, a couple of months just getting myself set up, finding the venues, you know, getting myself all, all ready to start these classes. And by March 2016, okay, so a number of months afterwards, I finished working with those private clients and I went full time with Good Yoga Life. Okay, so I didn't work in a studio, guys. I didn't work, start working in a studio, which is often the route that most yoga teachers take from, their, from graduating, you know, the kind of go-to is to go, into work, go, go and work in a studio. And as we know, as we know, you know, working in a studio full-time doesn't pay the bills, okay? So if you go from leaving your full-time job to now going to work full-time st with studio classes, you're going to be teaching 15, 20 classes a week, you know, maybe being paid $20, $20 an hour, and that's not gonna pay the bills. Plus, you're gonna feel really exhausted and burnt out because you're running around from studio to studio, you know, not having time for your own practice. You know, these are things that I've been hearing for a number of years while supporting yoga teachers. And this was pre-pandemic, yeah? This is pre-pandemic. That was the situation. That was the challenge that most teachers were facing, okay? And of course, you know, roll on to March, April 2020, and what happened, those studios closed down, and many teachers, most of us, most teachers were forced to get online, okay? You guys were forced to actually set up your own business. So here we are, right? Here we are in this situation. So, you know, where we have to start doing something for ourselves, okay? And it's okay, you can make this transition. And many of you did, many of you did last year, which was always, which was amazing to see you make that transition. So I didn't work in a studio, you know? I focused instead on marketing my yoga business and creating offerings. You know, I focused on getting myself out there and having something to offer. And this is super important, okay? It's super important to get yourself out there and to have something to offer. And as I said, if you don't know how to do this, go and check out Super Yogi. It's all there for you, okay? Okay, so the next thing I wanna talk about the next thing I want to say here is about making a commitment, okay? Making a commitment. So becoming a entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, and a business owner, becoming a business owner, you know, it requires you to have a really strong love for what you're doing. Yeah, it requires you to love what you're doing. So if your heart's not in it, you're only going to go so far. So I want you to just ask yourself, you know, if this actually works out, am I willing to do this in the long, in the long term? Am I willing to go all in? And 
you know, you'll you'll need to need to work on, you know, what your true passions are and you might not have all of that sussed out at the start. You know, it's going to require some ex exploration. Yeah, it's going to require you to explore what it is you're truly passionate about and how you can really get your gifts out there and share them. So you have to be committed to this soul searching, you know, this exploration, this, discover, this discovery kind of part of starting up your business. And, you know, you need to be committed to putting in the time, putting in the time to work on this and to, you know, to stepping outside of your comfort zone and to taking risks and be committed to making mistakes. And that probably sounds a bit funny to say, but, you know, it's part of it. Be committed to messing up and learning from that experience. You know, this journey, especially at the beginning, in fact, I take that back. This journey requires you to have a certain mindset, okay? And it's not just at the beginning. It's throughout the entire entrepreneurial journey. You have to commit to life as an entrepreneur, okay? And, you know, that life and that mindset is different. It's different to how you show up in a nine-to-five. It really is. It truly is. So... You know, be committed, have a commitment to cultivating your mindset for this, for this, for this journey, for this challenge that you're taking on. And, you know, it's a lifelong, it's a lifelong commitment on your journey as an entrepreneur. Mindset is so important. Um, and an important part of this commitment is time. Okay, making time to work on your business. Okay, so on your side hustle, you're not going to get very far if your time commitment is one hour a week. Are you? You're not going to get very far. It's going to be a long journey in this little side hustle you're, that you're trying to move, move forward. You know, one hour a day and you'll make more progress. And if you're fully committed to this, you'll find that one hour a day, either before or after your nine to five, you'll find it, you really will, you'll find it, you'll make time for it, if you're truly, truly committed to this journey. So what are you gonna do in this time? What are you gonna do in this time that you are creating to actually work on your business? And this brings me to the next point, and it's about, it's about researching and it's about, um, it's about brainstorming it's a, and it's about learning. You know, it's a really important part of, of your role as an entrepreneur is to learn, okay? To spend time fueling your brain, you know? Because for you to become an expert and the go-to expert in your yoga space, in your niche, okay? Which you won't have quite worked out just yet, but for you to become an expert, it means that you need to never stop learning. And, you know, when I was first starting out, I devoured everything, you know, as much as I could about um, building a business, being an entrepreneur. You know, I, I read books, I listened to podcasts, I watched videos, you know, I took the trainings, I did the courses, I did everything that I could to become an expert in this, in this area. And I'm still learning. I'm still learning, guys, you know, so make it a, 
weekly priority, no matter where you are in your business, make it a weekly priority to fuel your brain and to continue to learn. So, you know, you can research your space. If you're just starting out, research your space, um, start to discover what's unique about you. You know, start to understand how to differentiate yourself and you know bounce ideas off your friends and your family bounce ideas off your friends just be just be mindful that you're not spending all of your time learning and not actually doing yeah you want to be doing stuff to move forward so you know what I'd say here is like commit like, you know, a couple of hours a week on learning and researching and the rest of your time on the doing part. Yeah, on the doing. Um, so what about that doing part then? Like what, what do you do in the doing part? What do you do, guys, in the doing part? You know, on that other time that you've allowed yourself in your business, what are you going to be doing? You create, okay? So this is, this is another point. This is another action or tip or step that you need to take. It's about creating. Like you create, what do you create? What do you create? Tell me, tell me what do you create? You create content. You create content because your content is what's going to define you, okay? Your content is what's going to define you. So. You don't have to wait until you've got people in your community to create content. Like that's, that's the wrong approach. If you're thinking, oh, there's no point in, wait in creating anything yet, there's no one here. The way you get people to come into your community is you create content. So you have to start with the content first. No one is ever going to find you and discover you if you're not creating content. You know, people are online you know, they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook, they're on Google, they're on YouTube, they're on Pinterest, they're on all of these platforms. And if you're not there on those platforms as well, then you're not being discovered. Yeah, people aren't finding you. You're missing out on an opportunity to be found by your ideal clients, by your ideal students. So start now, like you don't need to wait. You really don't, you know, at this stage, you're not going to fully understand who your ideal student is, okay, and, and, and the niche that you're operating. But most likely, you're not going to have nailed that yet, okay? We do that in Super Yogi as well. And this is why Super Yogi is for you teachers who are just starting out with your yoga business, or maybe you have been teaching from, for some time, but you've been teaching in studios, and now you're like, oh gosh, I've got to do this on my own, it's time to set up my business, and I need to understand how to market myself, I need to understand what niche I'm operating in, I need to understand who my ideal student is. Go and check out Super Yogi, guys, this is why I created this course, okay? This course is there for you if you're just starting out, it's the perfect place to start, once you enroll, you can get full access to all the content straight away and get stuck in, okay? It's the most affordable way to learn with me, so go and check that out. Don't delay on this stuff, because if you have a knowledge gap, you need to fill that knowledge gap, okay? And that's what that course is about. So start now with your content. Go all, through all of that in Super Yogi. Getting your content together, getting visible. And, you know, I think 
you know, you creating consistent content on a weekly basis when you're just starting out, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not convenient. It does. It, it takes a lot of time. However, it's a definite step that you that you when you commit to is going to pay dividends further down the, the road. OK, it's, it's, it's how people are going to actually find you. Please trust me on this, please. Um, and start being visible. OK, get onto video from the get-go, you know, even if no one is there and no one will be there and that's okay, get onto video. You know, I did this right at the beginning of my business and I was doing lives and no one was there, like nobody was there, but now I have a bank of video content and those lives, they, they live on, you know, people go back to them and discover them, you know, find them online and it's an opportunity to show people what you're about. But also, it's an opportunity for you to get comfortable on video. So if I look at my first ever videos that I did, I'm looking like this. I'm really like <laughs> rigid and looking quite uncomfortable. And I remember feeling uncomfortable. So de devote time in the early days to, to get comfortable on video because you know the popularity of video is not going away. I promise you, it's not going away. Okay, so... The other thing to say on this is that when you start sharing your content and you start showing up on video, that's also going to help you with your learning. You know, that other step that we've talked about, it's going to help you to learn what people are consuming from you, what people are enjoying, what people are engaging with. Okay, so it's an important aspect of that whole learning process and you starting to figure out what's unique about you and who you want to cater for. Okay, because Ultimately, as business owners, we want to become the big fish in the little pond, right? We want to narrow in on a specific type of person with a specific type of problem or need, okay? That's ultimately where we're heading. That's what's going to help you to cut through the noise, become an expert in your space, and it's a journey to getting there, okay? So the, the quicker you start with all your content creation and getting yourself out there, you're on that journey to discovering who you're here to serve, okay? Super important. Okay, so the final step, tip, habit that I want you to create if you are just starting out, so this is kind of following on from being in this creation mode, is to create offerings, okay? This is why we're here, right? We need to make some money in this business. If we're gonna make this transition, you wanna be hitting some financial goals to be to enable you to make that transition. So finally, you want to create offerings. And you may not, you know, you may not have anyone in your community yet, okay? But you need to have something to offer. You know, set up some online classes, set up a schedule and teach on them. Go and actually teach. Even if somebody doesn't, even if no one books, still show up, guys. Still roll out your mat, set up your space, get all your equipment in place. And you don't have to have fancy equipment, but get it all set up. Go through that process, go through the motions, learn what works, yeah? Teach, record the class because that recording is now content okay it's now content that you can use further down the line yeah you can use it further down the line even if no one's on the class with you gain the experience of being on video and teaching and creating that content you know but don't wait okay you have to have an offering you know, because as people start to join your community, because you're creating your content and you're being visible, which was the step before, okay, 
as people start to join you, they're going to check you out, aren't they? They're going to say, oh, okay, this looks pretty cool. Let's go and see what, what, she, what she has to offer. You know, let's go and see what's going on. How can I actually join one of her classes? And if there's no class there to join, then that's a lost opportunity, isn't it? Okay. Um, so, so create something, you know, create an offer and put it out there. Don't hold back on this because you think there's no one there and you can't do this yet, okay? You gotta do it, you gotta make these steps. And you know, if you're being super clever with your marketing and if you've joined Super Yogi and you've gone through the steps in Super Yogi, then you'll actually be boosting your visibility through your network, okay? So I teach this in Super Yogi, how to work with partners, okay? How to create collaborations. And it's a, a fantastic way to piggyback onto other audiences and to extend your reach. Okay, so they're, they're my top five, they ended up being five tips, okay, for today, for you to you know make this transition from nine to five to the side hustle becoming your yoga business, okay? So we had one, don't quit your day job. Two, make a commitment, yeah? Three, you're gonna research and learn. Four, create content and be visible. And five, create offerings, paid offerings, okay? And ultimately, the way you move into your yoga business is you start changing the way that you show up, okay? And that really lies in the habits that you're committed to, okay? You change the way you show up. You commit to showing up in a different way, in a different way to how you've been thinking and acting in your nine to five. It's different, guys. It's a different mindset. And you can get there you can get there, and I hope that if this is you, you're feeling fired up for this now and, and ready to really tackle this transition into becoming your own yoga boss. Because, you know, if I look back, if I look back when I'm, you know, 80 years old, yeah, and you ask me what's the best decision that you ever made, I'm going to say to you, I became my own boss. Yeah, I became my own boss. I left the nine to five. I did, I did it for me to do the things that I wanted to be able to do in my life, okay? Living life on my terms, and I want that for you as well. And I know it takes time, and you know, I know that it, it feels uncomfortable, it's gonna get uncomfortable, and I know it's not convenient at all, because when you're going through that transition, you're using your spare time to make this happen, okay? So you don't have a lot of spare time, but if you're committed to it, you're gonna make that happen. You'll do that, you'll put the time in, because that's what it what it takes, you know? And, you know, I do believe that people don't talk about this enough, but it, it's going to take some patience. It's going to take some patience and some persistence and some some real grit. Yeah, and I mentioned that word at the beginning, but it, it's it's grit. You've got to find your grit. You know, and if you take these actions, these steps that I've talked about today, you know, I know that you're really going to find yourself with a yoga business that you're going to absolutely love, okay? And that you'll show up for day after day after day. And that's what I want for you guys, okay? If I've been talking to you directly today, then please do go and, and take a look at Super Yogi, my, my online course for newbie yogipreneurs who really want to make this a profitable 
and sustainable business, a business that you can really love and, you know, allows you to continue doing what you love, you know, so you don't have to have other things going on in the background, you know. So, okay, my loves, thank you very, very much for being here with me. Um, as always, I am going to love you and leave you. Always feel free to reach out to me. I'm here to support you guys, okay? Sending you all so much love and um, enjoy your evenings, mornings, days, and I'll see you guys next week, okay? Take care, lots of love, bye. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.